Thundergrunt Podcast Network. From my earliest memories, I've spent every summer up in Lake Champlain, either at my grandfather's house in Willsboro or my aunt's boat in Port Henry. In Port Henry, I was surrounded by champ paraphernalia. It was everywhere. So I would spend every summer staring out at the water, hoping to see champ. Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters, a collector of knowledge. Curioso Podcast. Cryptids. Oh, I love them cryptids. Uh, oh, does that mean we start? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, we are, you know, here to discuss things. <laughs> about serpents. Serpents. We're going back Again. to serpents. We're Again. going back to it. Yes. Uh, and we're, but we're going very specific. We're going to be talking about the Lake Champlain monster. Not, not champagne. Not ch- <laughs> Sorry, I spilled champagne on the boobs. <laughs> no, but the Lake Champlain, Champlain. monster. Yeah. Monster. Or, or as it is commonly known, champ. Champ. So, but it's not just you and me today. No. We brought a friend along, mm-hmm. and we have Mr. Frank Tybush. Hello. And uh, I, I, you've already heard Frank give the anecdote at the mm-hmm. top of the hour uh, about the fact that he grew up in that area. Now, So you actually have some bona fide uh, time on the ground. I have a lot of time on the ground, or actually uh, on the water, really. <laughs> nice, nice. So now you actually grew up on the... Uh, well, I guess let's discuss where Lake Champlain is first. Okay. And Lake Champlain, uh, it has... Uh, originally it was uh, just land, and then some glaciers moved over top of it, uh, scrubbed that land out, and it got filled with seawater, mm-hmm. and then eventually uh, the glacier melt turned it into fresh water. And all the dinosaurs died, and then they turned well, into well, oil. Maybe. Then they turned into oil, and now everybody drives uh, Cadillacs. Is that how the airplane movie goes, remember? Something like that. Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. But, uh, but on, the, on the west side, of course, you have upstate New York, mm-hmm. and on the east side, you have Vermont. That's yes. right. And then the top of Lake Champlain, actually, doesn't it go over into Canada a little bit? Right? I believe yeah. so, yeah, because it connects to the St. Louis. No, no, I'm screwing that up. So pardon my French, but uh, the waterway that comes down from Canada uh, and, and right by Montreal is St. jean sur Rilleleu. Like I said, pardon my French. Okay. <laughs> I, how, do you, how would you say it? Oui. Oui. <laughs> it's fine. So we are awful at, I'm awful at accents and right. as well, I mean. You are. So you would imagine that if I'm going to be speaking in another language, it I mean, be... you should have heard me when I was like learning Spanish. Oh man, I can't yeah. even imagine. Oh no, it was awful. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, at I... least I can roll my R's. <laughs> I butcher Smith, so. <laughs> Frank, which side did you live on? I actually lived on the New York side, but mm-hmm. I did spend um, quite a lot of time on the uh, Vermont side in Burlington. Okay. And is that your, where your aunt's house was? My aunt's house was actually, yeah, directly across. Um, there's a ferry right by my aunt's house that takes you directly to Burlington. 
So we would take the ferry over and go up and visit Burlington. That's cool. Wow. I, I took the only ferry that I've ever been on was mm. the, the, the Cape May ferry. Mm. It takes you from Delaware over to Cape May. And, man, that was so cool. There's I, no, I really enjoy that ride. There's no sea serpents down in Cape nope. May, are, are there? I mean, there's, it, there's ghosts. Cape oh, May is wow. supposed to be extremely haunted. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, you know, but you know, I, I didn't see any serpents. So the the lake is actually named after Samuel D. Champlain. Champlain, yeah. Champlain, right. uh, and he what uh, mapped and discovered that area. Yeah, I guess? he he. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, he was the first European to explore explore to um, bring a boat up there. Okay, and he supposedly saw a creature. Yes, he's been um, falsely attributed to seeing the creature. Right, because if you actually read his his journal, it sounds more like a gar or something, which yeah. does live in those waters. Yeah. Because you know, it was, what, something like four or five feet long. Only not like, very big. Not very big. Yeah. With uh, the nose of that fish. Right. Lake Champlain. The size of it, 435 square miles of service water. Mm-hmm. The length is 120 miles, like we were talking about stretching from uh, up in ca- ca- Canada, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Canada. Uh, right. <laughs> and uh, going all the way down to New York. Right. The width is about 12 miles at its widest point. The depth is, at an average is about 64 feet. But at its deepest, between Charlotte, Vermont, and Essex, New York, is about 400 feet. So yeah. it goes down pretty deep. There's a big old chasm that runs near that, the top end. It's right. It's like, like a miniature um, Marianas Trench. Marianas yeah. Trench. Yeah. 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 And uh, it has 587 miles of shoreline, 71 different islands mm-hmm. in the middle of it. And over 80-some different species of fish, known yep. fish. Right. Yep. It supplies drinking water. To about two hundred thousand people. Wow! So I just thought that was kind of neat. And and just to set the scene, just so you know, when you're cruising up on your boat, it's not just like perfect shore. It's they have like little inlets, mm-hmm. hidden spots, which yeah, yeah. plays into a lot of this because there were areas where people didn't want to go because they weren't quite sure. Oh, nice. So it's it's not a perfect shore. It's very craggy. It's very Rustic weird. And, and, okay. I mean, that very kind of reminds me of, the, like, the Chesapeake Bay, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, around us, where we are, I mean, you have lots of little tiny cricks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, creeks. Creeks. Depends on where you're from. <laughs> right. Not, actually, we don't call them cricks here no. in Maryland. Uh, you have to go a little further south than that. Yeah, you know, but and, same with uh, the bay, the Chesapeake Bay. There's lots of inlets and outlets and runoffs and streams and things that all kind of culminate and collect into the bay. Yeah. So is it, is it similar to that? Oh, very much so. Okay. And, and then there's also a waterway that does connect to the ocean. Yep. And um, it also connects... T- if you keep going south, you'll mm-hmm. get to Lake George, oh, okay. which is another lake. It's not quite as big, but it does actually kind of factor into this slightly. Okay. So it's not like like Loch Ness where there's really no major inlet or outlet to the ocean. No, you could actually, um, if you take canals and all that, um, you could go all the way from Canada to New York City. Wow. Around what time did, did he map the area? Um, uh, about 1609. Yep. 1609 is when is when Champlain mapped the area and then yeah. named... Did he name it after himself? 
I think probably. so. Probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, those guys. Those This is my leg. They, oh. Yeah, they have, they have the gusto. So, oh, that no, they're not conquistadors. That would be the Spanish. Right? <laughs> right. Now, what do they call French conquistadors? Frenchistadors? Yeah, sure. Frenchistadors. Okay. That sounds good I to also, me. I also want to mention that uh, there was uh, quite a few battles on Lake Champlain yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, one during October 11th, 1776, and this was, of course, during the Revolutionary War, yep. uh, fought between uh, the British and American side. Mm-hmm. And uh, the British actually won that battle. Uh, over the course of about two or three days, where the uh, the uh, the American forces had to take and row <laughs> like past them in the middle of the night to get away from them, and like nice. left most of their boats mm-hmm. to just kind of sink because they were had so much cannon Ooh. fire in them. Yeah, so, and I saw uh, throughout the research there are a couple of like diving trips that mm-hmm. you can book mm-hmm. where you can dive to these old historic wrecks. Oh, that's in, awesome! In Champlain, like, yeah. that's. Cool. Yeah, that is really, really cool. Yeah. Probably really, really yeah. cold. But you need to it's be very cold. <laughs> you need to be careful because you don't want to be attacked by champ when you're doing chomp, it. Chomp, yes. chomp, chomp. You know? Champ, champ, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Something else about dinosaurs being in the water mm-hmm. around Lake Champlain. Lake Champlain is home to the oldest known fossil reef in the world, being 450 to 480 million years old. Wow. Uh, and the idea is that it's possible, it is possible that there may still be a dinosaur in the lake hmm. that we all know as champ. The Native American history, which goes back way before the Europeans were around, the Iroquois and the Abenaki both have a version of a sea monster, a very large, silvery or gray, scaly. Uh, one is referred to as the Tatoskok. And the other one is referred to as the Charasaru. Now, the, the Tadaskok, I was looking specifically that name up, and mm. I actually found uh, a watch <laughs> that, uh, yeah, really? a watchmaker has named it after the Tadaskok. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and on the back of it, you know, the place where it would actually be touching your hand uh, or the, your wrist actually has a, a little sea monster engraved in the back yeah yeah so i don't know i just thought that was kind of cool little tidbit so i mean the 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 myth the legend has been around for quite a while that there is something ominous and unknown in the depths of lake champlain quite uh, around enough that they did pictographs of it Mm -hmm. on on the cliff sides yeah yeah. And you could see a snake-like creature. I, I tried to look up the pictographs to see if I could find a, a, a picture of them somewhere on the internets. Mm-hmm. I could not find the act, like actual pictures of it. Now, I found, you know, I looked up, like, dinosaur pictographs, champ, and, and that right, sort of right. thing. But I couldn't actually find anything. Do you have, like, any actual instances or any pictures of it that you could find? I can take a look because I thought I, – I remember looking it up and trying to see if I could find it. And I thought I saw some, but they weren't of this of the snake creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Unfortunately, it's the dead of winter, so I can't book a trick up up to Lake Champlain <laughs> and take a few pictures and take a few for pictures. But. Right, right. And the other thing is the artistic license that was done or used with the Native American tribes. You can get the idea that it's a weird creature. It's like yeah. when we did Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. It didn't really mm-hmm. look like a big old giant hawk. It, you know, artistic license is more artsy. In the uh, depiction of the creature, so that's what I'm assuming is it's 
going to be similar, similar. to a snake-like creature or a, maybe a gar, any sort of elongated fish. Yeah. Up in upstate New York, we do have like copperheads and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's also believable that they were actually just warning about poisonous snakes. Right, right. So we have – I've read by a few different instances that there was probably been about 300 different sightings of Champ mm-hmm. throughout, yeah. what, uh, 200 years? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. About the yeah. past 200 years or so. Yeah. So, I mean, 300 different sightings. Well, you know? the earliest genuine report of Champ is dates back to 1819. Yep. Uh, from a Captain Crumb. Captain Crumb. Uh, aboard So a, named because he would get his cookie crumbs all over the deck. Sure. All over the poop deck. I, I'm going to stick with the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. So <laughs> he's he's like lives in a cave and has a big sword. Crumb. Gotcha. Okay. He was aboard a scow, which is what, like a skiff or a small boat maybe? I think so, yeah. On Bulwaga Bay. Yeah, Bulwaga Bay. The northern end? It's actually not... It's kind of a little inlet in or the something? middle. Oh, okay. It's kind of in the middle. That's actually Bowaga Bay is in Port Henry. Okay. All right. Cool. He stated he saw a black monster about 187 feet long with a flat head that resembled a seahorse. According to the account, the monster reared its head more than 15 feet out of the water. And you said this was 1819. 19. This is 1819. So let me just mention this. The first sighting that they had mentioned about the Loch Ness Monster mm-hmm. didn't happen until about 1930. Right. Yep. So Champ actually predates Loch, the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> by about 110 years. Yeah. I might be jumping ahead a little, but nowadays Nessie is, since about the 19, I think it was like 1933 with the, the surgeon photo mm-hmm. that made Loch Ness famous, mm-hmm. up until that time... It was actually Champ. Champ was a worldwide mm-hmm. phenomenon yeah. because of like P.T. Barnum and all of the things that we're probably going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is Nessie is a poser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just riding on the coattails of Champ. All right, and, and Chessie's, what, third in line? Third, yeah, Chessie's <laughs> third in line. We'll, we'll eventually get to I a know, Chessie episode, eventually. I'm sure. So he also stated that the creature was 200 yards in distance – from where he was traveling, with the utmost velocity. And it was being chased by two large sturgeons and a billfish. So he was saying it was being chased by these. Right. So it was being chased by three other fish. I don't know. Doesn't that sound like a school of fish? I mean, I'm, I'm just... I'm just I, I know, so. yeah. Uh, with his remarkable vision, Crumb noticed that it had three teeth, large eyes, and the color of a peeled onion. Onion, Chris. So a, a red onion? Oh, a wait. white onion? And a white star on its forehead and a red band around its neck. This sounds like an anime character. <laughs> Doesn't it? it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's apparently afraid of fish smaller than it. Well, <laughs> right. I, l- l- let me just say this. Uh-huh. When I'm swimming, right, there's been yeah. quite a few times I've been, like, down Ocean City. I've been swimming, you know, and I'm, I, I like to dig for my, in my to- with my toes. Yeah. 
I actually have very talented toes. My entire family has this. Yeah, where we can weird pick up monkey toes. Right. We can pick yeah. up things with our toes. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and I've always done that. Yeah. And you dig in the water, and I found quite a few fossils. I found like some. You know, just digging around, I pull up a rock and I found a few fossils, and I give I give old them the ladies' same. underwear, a beer yeah. bottle, I, hey, you know, I, fossils. I found a hundred dollar bill one time too. That's okay. So in in the water, mm-hmm. of course, that just it just floated up towards me. <laughs> so, but uh, but anyway, I feel bad bad whoever lost that. But my point is, is that every once in a while you'll be digging, and mm-hmm. I swear you'll 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 hit something sharp, and yeah. you're never sure whether it's like a broken shell or, you know what I mean, that you hit or whatever, mm. but or I actually, crab. I, mm. I had one, one time, that I'm fairly sure was a, was a horseshoe crab, because mm-hmm. it, I, I started digging it up with my feet, and it was something, it was very large, and then it pinched me, I swear, <laughs> it, it pinched me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, it, and, and I went freaking running, <laughs> so if Chan, I could, I mean, and horseshoe crab is, oh, they get big, yeah. Yeah. but I'm saying, my point is, and they that predate, there was, all of these. They really do. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you know what? That would be a great episode. Yeah. The horseshoe crab. Mm-hmm. We should do like living fossils. I'll bring some living in. Fossils. Yes. We should do a living fossils uh, episode. That would okay. be great. Uh, but I digress. Yeah. So my point is, is that a horseshoe crab is not even one-tenth of no. my size. Right. And I still went running like a little bitch. <laughs> so, I mean, right. I could understand, you know, if Champ is, you know, has a school of gar coming after well, hold on, hold on. why it would go running. But if you break it down, okay – if he did see a couple of sturgeon. Sturgeon are weird-looking creatures oh, totally by themselves. Weird. We've yeah. talked about sturgeon during our, during our Cicerpin episode. Right. And, right. and I think a few other times because they are just like – They're bizarre-looking. Uh, yeah, and gar. Yeah. We talked about alligator gar because mm-hmm. those things are freaking creepy. The other fish that he apparently saw was a billfish. And a billfish, it's a general name for uh, a swordfish yeah. or a marlin. So any sort of fish that has a big old, you know, spiky snout and, and large fins is considered billfish. What if that was the first time he's ever seen, you know, maybe, maybe it was in reverse. Maybe the billfish was chasing the sturgeon, you know, and he just misunderstood that maybe there were other sturgeon in front. Maybe. And it looked sort of serpentine because a sturgeon's head has that sort of flat – you know, flattened uh, horseshoe head kind of look. And they get really long. Oh, they do. Yeah. Huge. And I can imagine in a time when I'm assuming there was less fishing, commercial fishing at that time than there is nowadays. And they didn't have speedboats, you know. So his utmost velocity that the fish were traveling, that could be anything. Yeah. If you sit in a rowboat, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that could be two miles an hour. Yeah. Because he's not going anywhere. I mean... It's nice that you're trying to debunk this at all. No, I'm just trying to but raise maybe, questions. Maybe, Joe. Raising questions. Maybe it is a giant dinosaur that lives at the bottom of Lake Champlain. With a star on its forehead. That was only <laughs> one account. <laughs> I was just saying. That was only one account. I okay. mean, maybe it and likes he, to get tattooed. And he's wearing a, a red band or an ascot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like Fred from Scooby-Doo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, that was a terrible impression of Fred. Uh, I can only do Scooby and Shaggy. (laughs) You want to get into like some theories about what it might be? Yeah. Right? So I guess let's – do you want to do the ones that it probably is or the ones that it (laughs) – Well, some of the descriptions go really crazy. Some people say that Champ is a chameleon-like master of disguise. Uh, A lot of people think that – And it um, like goes home and puts on a ghillie suit – you know, before it comes out of the house to get the newspaper. Well, that to yeah. me sounds kind of like 
the idea that people think that uh, you know Bigfoot has is the trans-dimensional creature or something like that. I right. mean, yeah, I guess that is possible that it is some sort of trans-dimensional dinosaur mm-hmm. that lives in Lake Champlain. Okay. And what, the, the, the portal is at the bottom of the, that trench? I guess so. Oh, that's like Pacific Rim, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? So that is one theory that mm-hmm. we just came up with. Right. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so what else could uh, Champ be? The... the the, the the major one that I see that are is the most conspiracy theorist is that it's some sort of plesiosaur, yeah. very much akin to what Nessie is. Right. Yeah. right. Right. The plesiosaur with the big lump, and then the big long head, and the, a long the, the tail, four, some four, four flippers. Four fins, you know yeah. what I mean? And if you take a look at one of the photos, which was from what is it, 1977, mm-hmm. the yeah. Massey photo, and yeah. that was one of the ones that's really kicked off big. Yeah. The champ kind of craze during yeah. the 70s, um, and and we haven't even gotten to this, but like the whole uh, kitsch factor mm-hmm. of champ, and you know, around you know, around. Uh, the you know like nineteen eighty yeah I I have I have a list for later when we yeah. get to there of some <laughs> of the fun things that they sold. Well, here the weird thing is, uh, from eighteen nineteen, it took about fifty years for there to be another quote unquote sighting. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like eighteen seventy three or something when it, it resurfaced, and uh, that's when we get the stories uh, of P. T. Barnum offering mm-hmm. what fifty thousand dollars. Uh, for the capture of Champ, yeah, that was what 1873, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You said? Yep. So, okay, here has been my harrowing experience with that. Mm-hmm. I've been searching all week <laughs> to try and find the actual article because I, in you know, I, I go through a lot of web pages. I'm mm-hmm. looking for things, mm-hmm. and I keep on finding people that quote this article that P.T. Barnum posted that he would offer a fifty thousand dollar reward for the hide of the Lake Champlain serpent so he could add it to his World's Fair show that he was traveling during, you know, traveling with during that time. And right. he could add it to the, the, his elephant that he had. And it was just the hide. Well, he, yeah. yeah, he wanted it dead or alive. <laughs> right. right. Either way, you know, he'll either cart it across the, the U.S., you know, alive or dead, either way. Uh, but I could not find the actual, like, a, you know, a, a screen print of the article. I could not find that anywhere. Yeah. I can tell you where it is. Oh, awesome. I don't know if you can find it, but I can tell you where it was published. Okay. It was the Whitehall Times, circa November 1873. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I might actually be able to find it with that. Yeah. You know, with that, with that uh, extra evidence there. <laughs> All right, so back to the suspects. Let's go through just some of the basic reported characteristics of Champ. Okay, length between... 10 feet and 187 feet. Quite a jump. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a jump. Uh, head shape. Flat-headed, round-headed, uh, horned, or having a moose, having moose-like antlers, which is weird. Uh, elephant ears, a mane, uh, and jaws like an alligator. All supposed different sightings and characteristics. Or if we go back to that first one, only three teeth. Right. That only one didn't brush teeth. his teeth. <laughs> right. Apparently. Frank, did, uh, are there moose up there uh, in uh, it's like close to Canada? It's it's close enough that sometimes they do wander down. It's they're not native, yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean they haven't. You'll get the occasional. You'll get the occasional. Uh, hey, rock. Well, I'm just saying, if you see a horse-faced 
animal with moose antlers mm-hmm. that is popping out of the water. It's probably a it's moose. Probably it could be an actual moose that's sw- because moose swim. Oh yeah, yeah. Horses and the, swim and they are moose gigantic. Swim, and yeah. you don't and you don't think that they they do. But I mean, I've been to Assateague. Mm-hmm. They do swim in oh, the yeah. water. Yeah, definitely. You know? And if you look at a lot of the sightings when it got really the the, the big flap happened, mm. it was in shallower water, and right. they would say that. It was coming up onto the land. Mm. Right. They, that's why people were so afraid because it wasn't staying in the water. It right. was coming up on land. So and it's a it's a semi-aquatic. It's a semi-aquatic. And wow. people were saying it was stealing pets, cows. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. All right. Body shape. One to four humps. That's, that's not what they called you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Up to five arching coils, fins, and or a snake-like body. Skin types, scaly and or smooth. No hairy, like the, like, uh, the, the Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Color. Ooh, this is a long one. Drab or shiny. Black. Dark head with a white body. Gray. Black and gray. Brown. Mossy green. Reddish bronze. And dark brownish olive. With some tats, you know, the, yeah, the, the star the on the star forehead. And, and the red bandana. Uh, <laughs> dinner plate eyes and or glowing eyes. See, yes. now this is really looking like an anime character now. And yeah. Dinner Doesn't plate it? eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's, yeah. <laughs> when it's mad, its eyes glow. That's how you know it's made it into boss mode. <laughs> right. And then the, the fire that emanates, you know, while they're yep. getting pissed off. And then the major suspects that people have brought up are the Zuglodon, which is a, an extinct whale. Now, I find that funny because you have the idea of the plesiosaur being mm-hmm. an extinct uh, type of dinosaur. Right. And then the Zubalodon being... Zuglodon. That's what I said. Not a Zubali Zuglodon. Zuglodon? Zudala. Zuga. G. Zuglodon. Yes. Okay. The Zuglodon being a... Also being an extinct type of creature... Yeah, I just find it funny. We always go for the extinct creatures that don't actually exist. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it could be, you know. Uh, I mean, we had, what, a manatee in the uh, Inner Harbor, right? Very last, true. Last, uh, last summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's pro- not necessarily a manatee, but, you know, it could be another type of creature that gets there that, you know, you're not used to. Well, it's, it's like you're, you're the other one, the, the plesiosaur. Mm-hmm. There is another member of that sort of uh, very akin to a plesiosaur called a Bacillosaurus. Mm-hmm. It's very close to that. And that's the other possible major suspect. And now, is that another extinct? Yes. Yes, it Extinct is. animal. Mm-hmm. Now, also, there was a, it, it's actually been given its own uh, pseudoscientific name. Mm-hmm. And that is, what is it? Bella, do you, do you have it? Oh, Go ahead, I, you say I, it, Frank. No, you say it. No, I, you're the expert. Go ahead. I need to look at it to say it. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. I'm going to hate myself in the morning for this one. <laughs> Belua aquatica champ- champlaniasis. Okay. Champlaniasis. Champlaniasis. Sure. Yeah, I'm not very good with the Latin <laughs> or the pseudo-Latin. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was given to it in, what was it, 1998? Yes, during yeah. the time when they were really trying to legitimize it. Yeah, to make it an actual creature. Yeah. Is that so, when they were doing the, the Monster Quest Yeah, thing in search of. Yeah, and, uh, okay. 
Gotcha. So talking about legitimizing uh, Champ himself, there has been a few laws that have been enacted. Do you want to do that part? Oh, I can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like a few I'm, actual I'm, laws yes. that have been enacted well, to okay. le- kind of legitimize it. State versus champ. <laughs> well, this is actually kind of kind of a funny thing with this. I guess I should say it this way. Um, I can't remember what the industry was that was thriving for Henry, but it, mm. uh, between the 60s and 70s, it went away, and they were losing about 1 in 15 people every year. Oh, wow. So the whole thing with the Mansi photo came out, that people were going champ crazy. Right. So Port Henry decided, let's capitalize on this. So they put this, they declared that the waters around Port Henry mm-hmm. were a safe haven for champ. Okay. And that was a city or, well, it's not in the city. It's more like a town proclamation. Ordinance. An ordinance. So basically the idea is that uh, if Champ is in the area of Port Henry, Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot fire upon it. You know, if you have like a hunting license, you you can't fire upon it. You can't. Attack it. You you have to. Like in areas of Florida where you've got protected waters for the manatees. Exactly. Okay. And then that was in 1981. 81. And then in 82... Uh, Vermont passed something. Uh, do you have that? Yep, it was a House resolution protecting Champ, and that is in all of Vermont. Hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't just one area where a small little town just the put whole a proclamation coast, of the, the entire coast of yep. Vermont, the whole right side, the whole east side of it. Well, and hmm. the year after that, New York didn't want to be left out. <laughs> of so course. both the state assembly and the state senate passed resolutions protecting Champ. Wow. Right. So, so wow. I think the idea is is that they didn't want people hunting champ with a rifle. They would okay. rather have people there hunting it with their video uh, camera, their vacation right. dollars, right. and video cameras. Right. Is the is the whole idea because right. you could feasibly have you know uh, some beaver hunter out there that mm-hmm. is you know hey I'm going to go out there with my rifle and I'm going to find this thing and I'm going to shoot it right. and then he winds up shooting you know I mean anything you know like we talked about already a moose mm-hmm. or you know, a sturgeon. A, a sturgeon when sturgeon. he should be trying to catch it with a rod and reel. You right. know what I mean? Right. Gotcha. And it is also not unheard of for more in the past than now, otters to wander down hmm. from up north. There were there were some reports of otters. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, let me say that again. Not otters. I'm not talking about otters. I don't know why I said otters. <laughs> <laughs> Seals. 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 Because okay. an otter is like this big. Like, yeah, yeah. That you wouldn't be it, like, ah. All right, Frank, you can't say this big on a podcast. <laughs> you, have to, you have to actually say, you know, it, it, an otter oh. is what like a turkey maximum, dinner plate oh, size, maximum right? Maximum three feet. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to a camera on me. <laughs> yeah, I can do true. ham gestures. Um, and we'll, we'll get, we'll get to we'll that, get too. It, yeah. And, and, yeah, we'll, we'll tell everybody yeah. we, what, what you have going on. Yeah. Okay. But it was, um, it was not unheard of for seals to wander down from Canada. And it, that has been another possibility, especially mm. for some of the really early sightings yeah. of a seal. Okay. Because they don't move like normal no, no. fish do. No, they're like dogs of the water. Yeah. And they are, you know, slimy and gray and, you know. And, and, and they undulate and twist mm-hmm. and turn. So, yeah, right. that would be and a, they a kind very of, strange sighting if you saw one of those. Even though they're smaller, they still have, like, saucer eyes. They're just big yeah. black eyes. Yeah. And one of the things we've talked about many times in several episodes, uh, if you are on the shore, or especially if you're on a boat, 
telling distance and speed is very, very hard yeah. to do. We talked a lot about that during like our Mothman episode. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah, if, yeah, if you just Especially saw... if you're on the water. And that's one of the things as well. People that do get these pictures, like the Mansi mm-hmm. photo uh, in 1977, uh, there is nothing in that photo... No point of reference whatsoever. Yeah, the, nobody's holding up a quarter next to it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's holding up a brick next to it. No, mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't have that that you know that depth perception in the photo, so you don't know how large it is. Right. It Do you want to be... describe the photo? It's it's it looks. I mean, I've seen it several times. To me, it, it looks like a someone making a, a you know muscle you know curving their hand up. Oh, yeah. like doing a curl or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've ever seen somebody swimming, doing the, like, proper... Oh, yeah. Um, not backstroke. I don't know. I that a breaststroke? breaststroke? Yeah. I, yeah, where you put your arm up out of the, the water. water. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and that's literally what it looks like. Yeah. Is somebody swimming. Oh, yeah. It kind of does look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for... Yeah, it's... The, the hand's a little wonky, but... Yeah. <laughs> a little wonky. It looks like somebody swimming wearing, a, like, a fishman suit. Yeah. Like, creature from the Black Lagoon. But from trail running... Camping, hiking, this also reminds me a lot of driftwood. Yeah, because I've seen that you know just floating down the down rivers. I'm like, what the heck is that thing? And then it turns over finally. I'm like, oh, it's a piece of wood. Yeah, you know, which that is a lot of people who have studied the photo, like mm-hmm. actual experts, not experts <laughs> with air quotes around that, right. um, believe that. It might. That's actually probably what it is mm-hmm. because if you look at the color photo as opposed to the black and white one, you see right underneath it just the the hintest line of like sand. Oh, okay. Colored something. Huh. So right. they think that that might actually be a sandbar. Gotcha. Okay. So it just got wedged up on there. Or something yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. She actually went on to what was it in search of. Uh-huh. I watched that. I was halfway falling asleep. I apologize. But I was like watching it in the middle of the night one night. I was, I was going to bed and I, I saw she was actually on a, a show. I just found it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was talking about the photo and she was talking about how she was very calm, mm-hmm. uh, very collected. Her kids were playing down by the water and her husband, uh, you know, runs to the Jeep uh, to go grab something, comes back and sees it, and he starts freaking out, right. you know, and telling everyone to to get back up here or whatever. And she actually only caught the one photo. So here's the other part. Miss Mancy also had a very bad habit of throwing away all of her negatives. Ugh. She actually said this, you know, that that's she throws away all of her negatives. She doesn't keep any of that stuff. Gotcha. And she held on to the photo for four years before she actually brought it out and showed anybody what she it was. She just thought, what, yeah. maybe like an oddity, like, oh, that's a weird picture. I'm going to keep it. Well, that. she said that she didn't want to be ridiculed. Ah, very much like okay. people who say they see Bigfoot or yeah, ghosts or, her, or anything like that. What she originally said was, first she thought it was a school of fish or a scuba diver. And that was because it was bubbling and coming out of the water, right. is what she said. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then eventually it popped up, and she saw a hump, and mm-hmm. she saw the, the head, the very horse-like head coming out of the water. Mm-hmm. And apparently it never turned towards her or her family. It was only pointed towards the other side of the lake. Which is one of the points of suspect, because according to – her story has changed mm-hmm. quite a few times, but one of the one of the, the – parts that has pretty much stayed the same is that they were all freaking 
pardon my language, the F out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like... Now, she said she was calm, but her, her kids and her husband were freaking out. Right. In that instance, she said that. The very first thing she said was that she was so shaken with fear that she could barely even take the photo. She really? didn't care oh, if it was... Yeah. In, she, he, her husband threw the camera at her, says, take a picture... She's shaking. She doesn't even focus. She snaps the picture and turns and runs. Take a picture, woman. (laughs) Basically. So that's another point that has changed. Hmm. But if you have an entire family freaking out, why is this sea monster, sea serpent, serpent. (laughs) um, just going to just lazily sit there looking in the complete opposite direction for Mm -hmm. nine minutes? Yeah, I mean, it was seven to nine minutes. Seven to like nine the, minutes, yeah. Well, and she estimated it was, what, 150, 200 yards away yeah, from something. the shoreline where they were. Maybe that's accurate. Maybe it's not. Maybe it heard her. Maybe it, it didn't. didn't. Uh, maybe it can't hear. Right. We don't right. know. Uh, so or maybe it's calibrated to hear underwater. True. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that is a possibility. That is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The other one other little point that that has is interesting is that she said that she saw it between noon and one mm-hmm. and that it was out for about nine minutes and that when her husband ran back with the camera and his sunglasses, she took the photo and then she was freaking out because it was getting dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon. that it was getting dark and she was worried that it would come up on land and eat her children or attack her children. So in the fading lights, they ran back to the car and started to try to turn it on, which it didn't turn on at first. The car didn't turn on at first? They couldn't get the car on. Well, as we all know, uh, (laughs) Champ has the power to suck uh, energy from vehicles. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you knew this. No. Little known fact. I did not know that. Wow. I didn't know he was, uh, uh, you know... An electric Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, we already established we've already she's established an probably character. is a Pokemon. But I'm saying, yeah. like, that makes more sense now, you know? <laughs> champ. Champ, champ. <laughs> champ. <laughs> champ. We've all been talking about what kind of possibility, you know, of what different kind of creatures it could actually be. And we kind of went through the ones where, you know, what we don't really think it might be. But we could also talk about some of the things that it could be. We talked about the sturgeon. We've talked mm-hmm. about other large fish that are in there, very big catfish sometimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other creatures that do live in and around Lake Champlain, uh, mud puppies. And I don't know if you know what mud puppies are, but they're those little salamanders. Actually, they're not even very little. Right. Yeah. But, they're, but they're salamanders that can get up to about two feet long. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people think that they had – I mean, they're really kind of gross looking, but not as <laughs> yeah. gross as the next thing I'm going to tell you about. So, uh, so let's – We'll talk about these a little bit. So they are uh, Nectralis macrosis, or the mud puppy salamander. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a known species around Lake Champlain. It's an amphibian community. Uh, The average length is is believed to be about 13 inches. Uh, Of Vermont's 10 native salamander species, it's the only one that is fully aquatic. And it is the largest, with the second largest being the spotted salamander, hmm. okay. uh, which comes in to about nine inches. So it's not like the, the Japanese salamander, the river salamander? They, they, they're like, like three or four are. feet, right? Yeah. yeah. Or huge. even larger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are like little dragons mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, they are, they're, they're not 
unique to just Lake Champlain. I mean, you could see them all around, like uh, Missouri. They go all the way up to, uh, I mean, like like West Virginia. You mm-hmm. know, just all around. You know what I mean? All around, like the 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 uh, the Northeast. You right. Know? Well, there are, there are eels that live in that in, the, in those waters. There are large oh. fish. Oh yeah, I'll I'll get to something that's really okay. gross. But I, I looked at several of the the fish species. You've got some alewives. I. That, that's a fish. Yeah. And they live up there. Let me just say, though, the salamander, uh-huh. a lot of people think that people saw this little salamander and they thought it's possible that this was the baby oh, of Champ. Nice. So they're seeing this little creature oh. and they're thinking these are the little babies. Mm-hmm. These are the little children of Champ. So they see them in the water, you know, uh, you know these little these little creeks and stuff like that, that you mm-hmm. know, the little tributaries yeah. and, and all that, like you were yeah. talking about, Frank. Yeah. Um, little... Just a little kind of like a know, water dog, water, yeah, just like off, you know, all, you know, in some rocks. Mm-hmm. They see it and they go, "Holy crap!" So a right. lot of people think that this was where the myth of, or, or the, yeah, I guess the myth More of, of the Champ myths. came yeah. from, where, where that the these were the little babies of it, and then eventually mm-hmm. it grew and it became this very large creature. Right. So, um, and then so, uh, go ahead, talk about the other fish. But there's there's shard, there's herrings, there's. Tons and tons. Like Swiss, I said. Swiss shard? No. <laughs> Gizzard shard. There's perch. So, yeah, there are, like I said, over 80-some different species that live there. And there's a bunch of new invasive species that uh, live there the now. zebra clams, like right. we've talked about during mm-hmm. our mollusk episode. Or was it oysters? We, we oysters. talked about the, the yeah. zebra cam- clam a little bit. Mm-hmm. And those, those little suckers get in everywhere. Right. You know? yeah. so. so there are numerous species that live in those waters. But here's here's my other uh, caveat. A creature that large, supposedly, needs a lot of food. Yes. Needs an area that it can hide, spawn, because they are not hermaphroditic like snails. Do you, you don't know that. I'm just saying. You don't know <laughs> the shape uh, champ isn't hermaphroditic. It, he, he could change his sex. It, okay, maybe. It could be Mrs. Champ. Okay, some fish can do that. Right, exactly. Uh, clownfish do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is it needs X, Y, and Z for it to stay alive. It needs enough area. Species. It yeah. needs enough food. It needs uh, some sort of a mating ground. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you would think, not like, you know, Architeuthis, where they've got an entire ocean, several oceans, in which to frolic and play and spawn at the deep, dark depths where it would be really hard for us to find, you know, their habits. And it is. This is a relatively small chunk of, of water. Uh, okay. For, I, a creature, for a creature that I can be up saying. to 187 feet but long. But like we were talking about, this runs, I mean, this runs really far down. And, you know, like what Frank was talking about, you have Lake George. Mm. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, it's so I'm saying you, you a lot of water. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 saying that. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have the entire ocean. Okay. But I'm saying that this might be enough water to you know have a little family. Okay. Okay. Well, have a little family a chance. Now compare it to Loch Ness. You know? Loch yeah. Ness, the ecology in in Loch Ness is very small compared to you know the the amount of fish that live in Champlain. Yeah. Yeah. So. They already have that as a bonus or, you know, a check mark for Champlain having a large creature. Now, places to hide. Where? 400 feet down. 
in the in the in the in, in Lake Champlain's Marianas Trench, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know uh, Loch Ness similar. Yeah, uh, climate. They're both relatively cold climate waters, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Lake Champlain, even in the dead of summer, is chilly. Yeah, and probably what you know, 50s, 60s? 50s, 60s, yeah, yeah, something like that. So, Frank, did you do a lot of swimming when you were there? Ish. Yeah, it's more yeah. of like a dip Waiting. toe. You can, yeah, you kind of walk like like by the beach, just a little bit warmer because there's less water. You know, water the the water is closer to the ground. I guess. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Uh, so you could go in by the like beach areas, and it was okay, but it was still still cold. It was still really cold. You'd still want it to be a very warm day. <laughs> um, and if it was a very warm day, you know, if the boat was out out in the actual lake you jump off it you get up in the water and you get back out yeah you You didn't loiter yeah did you do (laughs) just to like cool off and cool off get out um, it is fed by mountain glaciers right Right, i mean it is fed by glaciers that coming down from canada Mm. so i would imagine that it would be kind of cold um and you would the majority of what you would do is actually not swim as much when you were actually out in the lake it would be things like jet skiing Mm-hmm. Okay. Water okay. skiing, and that's what you would really be in the water at those points. Okay. So, did you ever encounter uh, a lamprey? No, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those are nasty, nasty. <laughs> those are Lovecraftian horrors. Yes, oh, they are. Yes, they and are. And they are actually in Lake Champlain. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are in the waters of Lake Champlain. Yeah, uh, they actually did. Uh, did you ever watch that show, River Monsters? Mm-hmm. The guy and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, the river monsters. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he, 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 I, like I saw him I like you gonna... a gigantic cat. You, did you like that? Yeah. No, no I thought you were going to talk about uh, Zane Lamprey. I do. And, <laughs> yeah, I do. I was like, I it's, like Zane it's a Lamprey. whole lake full of him. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Zane. Um, oh, drink. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. I, I like him a lot. Anyway, uh, but anyway, yes. There are lampreys that are actually in in the waters at Lake yes. Champlain, and if, they're they're fairly prevalent. But it's, now, they're what eel like? They're very eel eel like, and yep. they have a sarlacc pit mouth. Yes, they mm-hmm. do. yeah. It's so, like do you remember that He Man character with the suction cups? Yes. Yeah. It's this creature's mouth is like one of those suction cups with teeth. Right. Yeah. And, and what they do is they actually will suck onto the side of a fish. Now, they're very bad swimmers. Yeah. Okay? So some of the time they will, you know, they'll, they'll just grab onto it to catch a ride somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But other times with, with fish, they actually just eat kind of like cookie cutter sharks, right? Yeah. Where they just crunch a hole in the side of a fish and mm-hmm. then suck its juices. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. They are absolutely horrid. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they, they, they get to about, can get to about two feet long. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, that I mean, I'm just saying. Here's another creature that lives two feet long, mm-hmm. you know, in those waters that could be construed as something else. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Imagine if you that. pulled up one of those that was like what 185 feet long. Mm-hmm. That would be a goddamn monster. That. Yeah. 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 And while it's never happened to me, not pull the 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 187 foot one. I do know of some of my friends who have been fishing up there that will catch a fish that has. A lamprey attached to it. Yes, yeah, stuck nice. to it. When they, when they pull it out. Bonus. Yes. <laughs> well, 
lamprey pie, I think, is like a delicacy somewhere. I've like, heard, like, yeah. England I think it's in Scot- or something. Scotland. Scotland. And yeah. Zane Lamprey, they, he, I think he went to Scotland, and they actually made him eat lamprey pie. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's his namesake. Right. The, yeah. the lamprey. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a... He got like a, a medal oh, that's for right. being yeah. a part of the lamprey club or whatever mm-hmm. for eating lamprey pie. No, he had to eat like live lamp. I think they oh. like chopped its nasty sarlacc pit head off <laughs> right. and then peeled its skin very much like an eel. Mm-hmm. And then like they just – I believe they actually cook it while it's still wriggling. Oh, yeah. Of in like a pot of that's stew. The best and then put it in front of you and it's still wriggling and you have to eat it. And that's what he did. Hmm. Nice. Gross. <laughs> so, but they're they're actually parasites. Now, yeah. normally they don't parasite uh, or parasitize humans. Right. They don't normally grapple onto you. They're not but, like leeches. Yeah. 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 Now, in the River Monster show, the guy was, of course, you know, kind of dramatizing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they. they oh, yeah, they, they fucking got they, me. They, they do sometimes get human people, but there right. there was a, an actual expert that was t- t- talking about it, and he. Um, uh, this is what is it? The Rubenstein lab director. Jason Stockwell, uh, he says that they are blood-sucking fish, but they are not – they will not really grab onto humans. And the reason okay. why is because we're not the right temperature. Okay. Uh, we, we don't have the right feel, I guess, to mm-hmm. our, our skin, mm-hmm. you know. So they don't really clamp onto humans typically. They can theoretically clamp onto a human to try and, like I was talking about, catch a ride because they're not very strong swimmers. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they're probably going to let go. And if you are – Public service announcement, if you do get a lamprey that bites onto you, mm. raise that limb out of the water. And they'll let go. Because at that point, they're suffocating, they're not happy, and they just want to get back in the water. They will pretty much immediately let go of you huh. and, and go back into the nice water. Nice to know. And now yeah. you know. And now you know. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I can confirm what at least a few of the sightings of Champ was. It was a bona fide hoax. Hmm. And between 1904 and 1905, a gentleman named Henry Watros, Watros. Watros hmm. created what he referred to as Georgie, which was basically a long – it wasn't necessarily like a log, but it was like a cylinder that was hmm. probably like five feet tall with a fake head. That resembled what some of the sightings said that Champ looked like. Making the kind of making a muscle over your arm sort of thing. Right, okay. Sort of head. He, for about a year, um, would go up and down between Lake George and Lake Champlain, scaring the crap out of unsuspecting people. Would he just like pull it out of the back of his car and like put it in the water and just let it float out? And just like, he would. He, <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't actually get an account of how he did it. Uh-huh. Just that he was doing it, uh-huh. and, and I will share a picture with you two to see what it looks like. Okay. okay. Um, but it was funny because apparently a group. He did it to a group of boys, mm-hmm. and they ran off screaming and embellished. The hell out the of hell it. Out of yeah, it. I bet. It, it, it changed from, and when you see it, it's it's laughable. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you if you think about the the time period, it might not be so laughable. It's laughable to our standards, right? But they embellished the size, and it had, uh, like. There's no Stan Winston special yeah, effects. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> some guy oh. in his garage trying to release the Kraken. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. This I will show you. Georgie. What? Yep. Well, that's that looks like a stick with <laughs> some dingly bits on it. <laughs> and and Give he would. Look, Chris. So this is this is the head of it sticking out. I, I think that so this the is neck. the neck, yeah. and that's the head. You see, there's like it looks almost like a tongue sticking out, or like furry oh, bits, or like, like tassels on a bike. You know what it looks like to me? You ever you ever been on the you know driving out in the middle of nowhere and you pass by a little shack that has uh, that has taken like car parts and welded them together <laughs> to yeah. make like yeah, yeah. a giant chicken mm-hmm. or you know like sea monster? That's what it looks like. You know. A welded car part sea monster. Yeah, to okay. me, you know. What um, I mean? And they're saying here that he would actually use pulleys. Is <gasps> oh, how okay. he would get it to, to move into place from oh, unsuspecting boaters wow. yeah. boating by. Wow! So he'd like, like if it was a giant fishing rod, he'd yeah. let it float out and then kind of reel it in and mm-hmm. reel it in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snicker and snicker. It, it kind of reminds me, like, have you ever heard of uh, people that take like the Bigfoot feet? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Strap oh, it they, to the bottom of their feet. Yeah, yeah, you they know? carve out. How come we never did that as kids? I, that would have been so much fun. Yeah, I don't know. You know. We had a little patch of woods between our two houses. Yeah. We should have we done that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well, I why do, don't you do it nowadays? Well, I mean, we could. We I really do at the beach. If I see dog dog prints, yeah. I'll add an extra toe. <laughs> <laughs> Just, so people are like, what? Why does that dog have? What's going What? <laughs> Just for fun, you know? Just <laughs> boop. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into a little bit about how Champ is celebrated today. Regardless of whether Champ actually exists or does not exist, uh, it is celebrated all around that area. Yes. Port Henry is pretty much his capital. Mm -hmm. Um, They have – that is where they have the sign – with all the reported sightings. I've seen that sign. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. There's and, a lot of sightings on there. Yep. And I'm actually, I was, I was when researching this, because I haven't been up to Lake Champlain in quite a few years, mm. um, I, I was looking up the sign, and I was quite happy to see that they had redone it. Oh, nice. So and since the last it. time, yep, they updated it. They gave it some love. It's all digital now? No. no. Not, <laughs> this is upstate New York. Okay. <laughs> Surprised they have the internet at right. this point. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, but they have, that's where they have the sign, and every year they have what's known as Champ Day. Okay. And if anybody wants to go, it is July 17th this year. Awesome. And so is it like the Mothman Festival or any of those sort of like, you know, the, the cryptid yeah, festivals ish. that pop up? Um, it's kind of less that nowadays and mm-hmm. more of – and I, I don't know how – Another way of saying it, because to me it's just very upstate New York, it's very quaint. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do have a parade where they pull a boat, or not boat, but they pull this a float, a float yeah, that looks right. like Georgie, Georgie, or well, <laughs> Champy, Champy, right. um, and um, they have a craft fair. Okay, and so it's, it's like a state fair, it's like or a, a state, town fair. It's like a town fair. Okay, with just kind of the theme of Champ, but. Yeah. People don't sell just champ-related stuff. It's turned really into like a town festival, okay, like a, awesome. like an apple blossom festival or something yeah. right, like that, right? right. Yeah, like, like a like farmers in, market meets town fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, yeah. You know. and they do it. They coincide that with like an antiques. Uh, they have like an of antique course. setup, and then they have um, what's called the ant. Well, it's the antique and classic boat meetup. Oh. So they have classic boats 
much. Like oh, you that's would have cool. classic cars. They have classic boats up there. Like yeah, those, like those all wood panel ones yeah. and like the old James Bond movies. Exactly. Those things are awesome. Yeah. So it's like a like a like a like a like a water woody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what they called you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, At least in swim team. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best floater they had. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we didn't have a swim team up where I was. But, <laughs> but they have that. Now, they do have, as I said, it's the the, the signs in um, Bowaga Bay, okay, uh, which is in Port Henry. They have Vermont has one minor league baseball team, mm-hmm. and it is the Vermont Lake Monsters. Nice. And their mascot is Champ. That's awesome. That that really feels like a uh, an episode of Scooby Doo. You know what I mean? Like they go to a town and the baseball team is the Lake Monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that's the awesome. Old Man Clements or something, right? Right. What got away with it for these pesky kids? <sighs> now, also over in Bur- Burlington, Vermont, they actually also have a stone statue. A little stone. Actually, it looks like a headstone, which is kind of weird, but it's a, a little stone that's dedicated to Champ mm-hmm. uh, that is in Burlington, just kind of along the side of the water there. And it has a little picture of of Champ, you know what I mean, going through it. Here it is right there. I saw that. I forgot completely about that, but I've yeah. seen that before. Have you? Yeah. You've, you've been to that one? Yeah. We used to go up every 4th of July because Burlington has one of the best fireworks displays i've ever seen awesome hmm. they have a breaker wall for to keep you know the big waves out from the uh the harbor mm-hmm. so they would literally light up the entire breaker wall oh yeah wow, that's awesome so, yeah nice. well what i saw this is also uh not just dedicated to champ but also to the people who have uh who have seen champ throughout time which is a nice way to honor people that you know may or may not have seen <laughs> have seen anything <laughs> right, right well i mean and the cool thing is, it, if they did or didn't, it still adds some some mystique and lore to your to your hometown, exactly. You know, which is kind of cool. And again, if they did or they didn't, there is a culture right around it. So, a lot of those towns might not be there today if mm-hmm. it wasn't for the tourist culture mm-hmm. that this really did bring in. Right, right. now you were, I think. Earlier on in the episode, we were talking about some of the merchandise. Yes. And I knew some of these, and then I will tell you, I got some of these out of a, of a book that I've been reading called The Untold Story of Champ, which is a very good book. So I can't take 100% credit for remembering all of these things, especially some of the weirder ones. Um, but they slapped Champ onto some of the you know more common things like postcards, shot glasses, mm-hmm. uh, magnets, keychains, bumper stickers calendars coasters baby bibs really yep um, well you would i mean you know you would see like like a lobster bib uh-huh. whatever, right i could see having a sea monster on there yeah but yeah. the bib well a lobster bib because you are eating lobster you know what i mean and that's why the lobster is on there to well, show you what you don't you put eating. on a baby bib because you're eating a baby joe <laughs> are you sure <laughs> Not unless you're in the Donner Party. <laughs> Call back to last episode. Boom. You got it in there. Good job. But is the baby eating, you know, plesiosaur? Maybe. Maybe okay. that's the secret up there. Oh, that's why Could I'm be some lamprey. Are... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some more common hats, aprons, T-shirts. This one, which I do not know is around anymore, but at one point they had 
Champ Pro Wheat Pancake and Waffle Mix. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then my personal favorite, if you want to dish out a few hundred dollars, a hand-blown glass sculptures. See, that that's cool. That's like, cool. That makes sense. It's, it's artistic. It's, you know, expression. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't know. I'm not going to spend that money on that, but no, it's cool. But it's cool. Yeah, it's better than, than champ cakes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I went into some grocery store a couple of weeks ago, and they and just reminded me, they had, uh, it was like Yukon Grizzly Pancake Mix, and it had a big old picture of a bear. <laughs> I'm like, is it made from real grizzlies? <laughs> it's the ground up bones. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So similar. Yeah. But champ cakes. But champ cakes, you know. <laughs> Basket full of champ cakes. One other way which somebody even around here might be able to see is uh, anybody who's seen a U-Haul knows that the U-Haul trucks, depending on the state they come from, have something painted on the side. Yeah, yeah they all have like a different, a different thing. Yeah. So they have Vermont's U-Haul is Champ. That's awesome. So if you're driving down the road and see a sea serpent uh-huh. on the side it's of a, a truck, it's probably Champ. That's awesome. I think I actually have seen that before. Really? Yeah. Yeah, each state has, like, their own very specific little thing. I can't remember which one uh, which one Maryland has. It's probably just something about crab. crabs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then one other thing which I actually found kind of funny, and we didn't talk about this gentleman, um, but there's a gentleman named um, Philip Rains. Okay. And he, uh, he is, I don't know if he still is, but he was a professor at a college in upstate New York and somehow became the authority hmm. um, on uh, Champ, mm-hmm. and when Sandra Mancy first started reaching out, she reached out to him. First. First. Okay. Then there was a bit of a feud between him and another gentleman, um, and not even going to go into it, but it was this just ridiculously overblown thing about this one photo. Um, and trying to decide which one is... Which who's gonna who's gonna get the credit yeah. for identifying uh, it as gotcha, champ and who's gotcha. gonna get the cut of the money sort of thing yeah, and yeah. and Reigns was less from what I was reading Reigns was less about the cut of the money and more about validating his life's work, mm-hmm. um, but he has another claim to fame of being a poet, and he actually hmm. penned a poem called "To Champ a Love Song." Oh, and why did we not have this be our our anecdote at the beginning. I, that's fine. <laughs> because now you're going to have you. to read it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do this without laughing. <laughs> right. Straight face. Straight face. <laughs> Bringing it in. <laughs> year after year, alone in my boat, I seek the prize sitting sailing afloat, that perfect moment of triumph's gloat, to finding of champy and so attain Deserve glory, honor, adulation, and fame, all mine. At long last, when Champ is awarded his zoological name, ah, for this grand prize do I strive. Final proof that Champ is alive. Oh, Champ, you elusive, diffusive, all-inclusive thing of my mind. I search and seek, but, alas, still cannot find. Are you blue? Are you green? Are you fat? Are you lean? Are you kind? I hope you're not mean. Why, where, why and wherefore? From me do you hide? Alas, you cannot know that I am on your side. Oh, my champ, pray tell me so. Are you a creature born of night to frolic in the joy of moon's silver light? Or do you serenely repose in the sun's yellow bright, 
enjoying your rest far out of sight. Why do you vex me as you do? It's enough, colleagues, brand me fool, to defend the wonderful legend of you. Ah well, right or wrong, however I might, I cannot give you up without a fight, for you are my holy grail. So avant to the surface, and come fill my cup. I will persist until you desist. Your living reality is a must, which, of course, I insist. I will seek you by day and at night until the moment of bliss sublime when you enter when I enter your lair and make you mine. Wow. Ooh, this guy's really in love with Chan. <laughs> wow. I mean, it started off kind of Seussian. Yeah. I was waiting for, you know, would you, could you in a box? <laughs> and but... he's like, come fill my cups. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it... And I'll touch your flippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that was. That's, that's good, though. That you were good. pretty composed, Frank. You yeah. were pretty composed. Yeah. <laughs> there have been, uh, you know, a handful of other sightings here and there. But you were, you were telling me, what's the guy's name? That had the who actually quote unquote debunked Joe Nickel. Joe Nickel. Yeah. So you want to explain that? Well, he he not only looked at the photo himself, mm-hmm. the got the original photo when I believe went to Connecticut to see the, it. The Mansi photo. The Mansi photo. But he went to the um, he went to Lake Champlain, and this is one of the th- the biggest things about the Mansi photo that puts suspect on it is the fact that. She does not remember where they took the photo. Yeah. And he tried to find the spot, mm-hmm. um, and he couldn't find it. Right. But then he went and proceeded to look at the photo and say, okay, well, if this thing was this far out mm-hmm. and this tall, how, much, how big would it be? And he replicated the distance and right. found that it would have only been about two feet tall. <sighs> okay. Out of so the water. So he, he pretty much debunked it. Debunked it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. There's an organization called Champ Search, and this is uh, headed by founder Kathy Elizabeth, and she got with another guy named Dennis Hall, who has – he was one of the guys who thought they, he might have found a baby uh, a baby champ at one point. Champosaurus. <laughs> which we think is probably the, the mud skipper, okay. you know, but he lost it at some point. They were actually out. Uh, and they were had a, a fishing line out there with some radio equipment and were recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found what they think they heard a beluga whale noise. Yeah, the the what do they call that? Um, echolocation. The mm-hmm. like yep. she said, it sounded like chitty, like a little monkey. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. But they they think it was actually uh, yeah beluga whale noises. Hmm. And beluga whales shouldn't be in no no. But Lake Champlain. Here's the other thing: is that uh, water conducts sound waves very, very far. Yeah. Very far. Uh, that's why ponds of whales can interact with each other because they hear in a larger spectrum than we do. Uh, so if you're 100 miles away underwater where the whales are, they'll hear you. You know what I mean? Seems like kind of a large distance. I, I'm Joe. just saying. I'm, just... I'm, I'm trying to throw some possible maybe scientific – if there was a, a whale at the mouth of the bay or whatever – you know, it was like. I'm or, just saying, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's a possibility uh-huh. that there is something down there. You know, maybe. I'm just, just, I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. So, and if it's guys, a beluga whale, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You guys decide. So uh, I guess we're kind of coming to the end, and mm-hmm. 
But before we finish up, Frank, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you do because uh, we are going to be on one, actually two of the episodes mm-hmm. of the thing that you do. Why don't you tell us about it? Okay. Um, I do a web series based out of Fells Point named History at Risk. And we are working on our fourth season right now. Nice. We um, we have it set up that in the past we had short runs, like mm-hmm. six episodes, eight episodes. Um, we are committed to doing an episode every two weeks right now pretty much straight through until September. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, And you two are on two of the episodes. The first episode that you two are on is coming out on March 25th. Okay. And you can see it uh, either at history historyatrisk.com or if you go to YouTube or Vimeo and type in History at Risk, it'll pop up. Nice. Um, and the episode we're doing is about this show. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. And then the episode a couple months later is about Sideshow. Right. Yeah. But, That's pretty cool. Like it, Our second show with you guys is going to be based on our first show. Yeah. That's kind of neat. And, and here's the other thing is that I, I know a few of the episodes that you have coming up. And some of the episodes that you have coming up are episodes that we have either covered yep, or they're episodes about things that we want to cover. Right. Which so, is kind of cool. It, it was really nifty looking at your – when I was first researching somebody to talk about the history of Sideshow and I stumbled upon your podcast, I was going – Oh, that's an episode. Oh, we're doing that episode. Oh, we're doing that episode, too. <laughs> so yes. it was a lot of fun. And I, I like the idea that we, we found you because I feel like we are definitely kindred spirits. Yes. We, we definitely care and like about you know the same kind of stuff, which yeah. is why I was, I was excited to get in touch with you, too. So, Excellent. And that's why we had to have you after uh, doing some video recording with you. We had to have you on an episode. And when we found out that you were from upstate New York and that you, you know, you, yep. you know, yeah. you got some you know, bona fides. Yeah. yeah. You know I was listening a to your champ. Yeah. I was listening to your sea serpents episode. <laughs> and, and you were rattling <laughs> off, oh, we should do one about Loch Ness and this, this. And you say champ. And I'm like, I hope they do that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anybody who wants to watch it, you can find it at any of those places. And the basis of the show is that. History is all around us, and it's not just a boring museum or a dusty textbook. It right. is living and breathing. Yeah. We have episodes about the history of comics. I mean, comics are huge right now. Yeah. Not, like, yeah. not like Seinfeld. I'm talking about like graphic novels like yeah. Superman. Right. Um, we talk – one of our, our episodes that people seem to really love, and I'm, this was weird for us, is we did an episode on privy diggers. Oh, like night soil men kind of stuff, right? There's a group of people, and they're they're small, but I think there's lots of groups of people that will go into a house. Well, not a house, but like in Baltimore, every like row house there at one point, if it was from the 1800s, had an outhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they dig up where the outhouse outhouse was to find. Because there's so much stuff that people throw through down the... Down the poop chute, <laughs> they would throw it down there. Yeah, you know right, what I mean, right. old whiskey bottles. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yep. To, you know, to broken pottery stuff like that. That they would throw it down there. So mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. And there's yeah. also that, that would be where you would find you know archaeological mm-hmm. significant you know things. Yeah, but there's also poop. Well, the poop <laughs> has gone actually, and this was know, was the weirdest thing for me uh-huh. because. Uric acid, if a bottle is left in uric acid, mm. it gives us this weird iridescent 
look mm-hmm. that's actually really beautiful. <laughs> and so they it were like pulling stains the bottle. Yeah, and wow. they were pulling the bottles up from. It was actually my producer's backyard, mm. um, and she had a large number of bottles, which they suspected maybe her house was actually a house of ill repute. Oh, hello. Um, but come hello, to find ladies. out, it was the house right next door. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> that's when they were, dumped them in her and house. That they dumped them at her house. <laughs> right. so, um, but these bottles were. Beautiful, hmm. and it's like so. That's when, because once of the pee. once huh? the glass sits in urine for long enough, it eventually gets like an iridescence. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm gonna have to try that in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long it takes. Well, normally, but... I just pee into old water bottles, but <laughs> right. from here throw on them out, out the window. Yeah, yeah. here you on out, grab I'm gonna... spruce. Get the get the glass bottles. Yeah, and then yeah. from here on out, I'm yeah. getting the glass. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, right. <laughs> you know? So, all right, Frank, well, thank you so much for talking with us about, about Champ. And, and thank you, you for know, having me. No problem. I, I appreciate it. And we're going to have to find another episode for you to come on awesome. in, in the future. Absolutely. Anytime. All right, Curiosos, uh, make sure you follow History at Risk, and uh, I will make sure that I, I, I Facebook out and tweet out uh, all their information, as well as put it on the show notes so you can check it out. And, uh, Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Till next time. Jam, jam, jam. <laughs> it's the Jam. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Curioso Podcast. You can tweet us at Curioso Podcast. You can email us feedback at thecurioso.com. You can Facebook us, facebook.com backslash The Curioso Podcast. Check out our merchandise on zazzle.com backslash Curioso Podcast. You can also check out our videos, youtube.com backslash Curioso Podcast. On the left-hand side of thecurioso.com, you can help support the show by clicking on our donate link. And if you're a real Curioso, we need you to go on and give us a great five-star review on iTunes. It will help us get more listeners, and it'll make you feel good about yourself. What's funny is that's what they used to call me in high school. Bottle cock. (laughs) I'll be here all week. Try the thing. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's do this. You ready? One, two, three, go. <laughs> well, I can tell you a confirmed. I I, I can. Let me say this. I can confirm. <laughs> so, uh, all right, curious, curious. Uh, <clears throat>